What's up, everybody? I'm Tim Geddes. That's Daniel Dwyer over there. He just walked in. This is Nick Scarpino. Hey, this everyone. is the kind of funny morning show. Now, Nick, before we went live, yeah. you said, it's time. I said, it's time. Which is how they introduced the UFC fights. That's Bruce Buffer's uh, classic, this is what's happening right now, right? Uh-huh. And like, I gotta let you know. We're about to get into the fucking jiggity jam. Right? Uh-huh. We got toast. It's toasted. We're about to spread some of that jizz nasty jam the all jizz over The jizz nasty jam. Right? I don't know if you should say that. Um, I've got to be real. That is the lamest. It's lame as shit. But if, I, if I'm not mistaken, the problem is Bruce Buffer is brothers with, I think it's Michael Buffer, uh-huh. who does all the boxing announcements, and he's the one that goes, let's get ready to rumble! Which is perfect. Which, if your big brother did that, you're like, what are you going to do? I mean, don't let's do it Let's get ready to fight! My thing is either don't do it, or right. come up with something better than it's time. That's his thing, man. But I'll tell you something that you might like about Bruce Buffer. Tell me. Okay. Mm. Uh, what he lacks in catchphrases, he more than makes up for in amazing tuxedo jackets. Oh. His tuxedo, okay. his his wardrobe game, yeah. every UFC, is on point. It's actually the thing I look forward to most. Because mm. sometimes, I swear to God, I have no empirical proof of this, but I'm pretty sure he changes costumes like midway through the fights. Like, I love that. Sometimes he has this beautiful crushed like blue velvet over like dinner jacket on, mm-hmm. right? With like matching pants. And then sometimes it comes out, it's like a pattern, like a floral pattern. Oh, like I like this Michael oh, Buffett man, guy. He's the, he's the bad Bruce Buffer. Bruce Buffer. Michael Buffer's boring oh, shit. Oh, but he's the let's get ready to run. Yeah, he's he made it. it. He's the guy that made, he's he the guy the you thing. think of when you think of announcers. Yeah. You know, he's got the gray hair, he's slightly skinnier. Mm-hmm. Bruce Buffer is just fucking crazy. And he does this thing where he goes and he spins around and he's like, introducing first. And he'll spin, right? Uh-huh. And then, like, in the fighting out of, fighting out of uh, Sacramento, California, Nate Diaz and his competitor. And he'll do like a 180 spin, right? And it's the biggest joke. Like, Joe Rogan makes fun of it all the time because, like, we gotta get him to do a 360. Like, yeah. he's trying to do like a 780. Like, yeah, just spin all around. 780. Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> don't it's think a 780 is one of the. I don't know. <laughs> 720. It's 720, whatever. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I, I, I don't, that I don't so play much. teeny games, man. I'm yeah, that's, that's the only. I just like playing games about fantasy. What do people say? Did I fuck up someone's name? And Xavier91 says, When did Tim become such a buzzkill? I don't know, probably. Nah, two, about six months ago, maybe. Two like, years ago? No, two years ago. I don't right. know. It was somewhere you in there. You used to be so full of life. Then we started uh-huh. this business, you're just like this. Gotta make these deals. Gotta, gotta make the, them deals. Gotta peel off this cheddar. I'm a deal maker. It's time it's to time. make those deals. It's time! How are you doing? I'm well, man. I caught up on uh, my latest episode of Ballers last night. Mm-hmm. I, did a, I worked out yesterday, did an open mic, uh, got my soul crushed by that, and then uh, was like, fuck it, I'm gonna go home and treat myself. So I went home and watched uh, Ballers. Ooh. Uh, an episode called I Hate New York. Great episode. Yeah. Um, they, that cast just has such great and amazing uh, chemistry together. And then I was like, should I finish The Tick? Yeah, why not? I saw a commercial I for it, and I was like, this looks better than I thought it would look. You know, it is. it somehow managed to do the one thing that I did not think it was going to do. Mm. It managed to make me chuckle like the original cartoon did. Yeah. There are moments in the, it's not as good as the cartoon, and there's no way it's going to be, right? The cartoon was an amazing, amazing thing. Catch me up on the stick. There was the cartoon, but then there was also a live action? It started as a comic strip. I mean, a comic book, if I'm not mistaken. Then in the in the mid nineties, I think around ninety four, uh, it was a cartoon that ran for I think three seasons. Chat, correct me if I'm wrong. I think there was three seasons of it, uh, during which it was the, it was, I mean I don't know if a reverence the right word, but it was definitely a hey this we're just making fun of comic books mm. like the, it was the original OG like this is Parody, absurd we're just going to make fun of this it. like you know you had uh, Deflator Mouse instead of Batman 
you know, you had the tick, you had American maid, and she was like Captain America, but she was a maid. Mm. And so it was like, it was basically taking all those stupid, like, stereotypes of, of uh, superheroes and turning them on the ear. With, of course, not the least of which was the tick, who was this character, who was this unbelievably hulking, really strong character, but he was just a complete and total innocent dumbass. Like, he was, it. but he was always super positive. So I'm like, I wonder how they're going to actually take that character, because that's the most important part, right? Is this, like, unbelievably positive, moronically ignorant like character yeah. and have him be a part of the show and uh, the guy Peter uh, I forget his last name I can't remember how to say his last name I think he does a really good job at it um, but they tried to bring it to TV before with David Warburton as the tick the guy who played Putty on Seinfeld mm-hmm. and it just did not do well mm-hmm. I think it only ran for like half a season maybe at most and just failed miserably. is it an adult thing? Uh, yeah oh yeah yeah, okay. that's what's hilarious about this because it's shot like a network, like an NBC single camera show. Yeah, where like you would watch it, and you're like, oh, this is kind of similar to like an NCSI or like any shows that are like a, a Suits on USA, right? Where kind of low budge, but then every once in a while they'll tell each other to fuck off, and you're like, oh, oh right, I forgot okay. we're on Amazon. Language. We are on Amazon, but there are moments in it. Of course, it's not the best thing, but there mm-hmm. are moments in it that made me laugh so hard, and they managed to capture that sort of stupidity, that sheer raw stupidity of the original cartoon. That I'm like, I'm in. I'm, I'm in. invested All right. in this. Well, that's good. We're doing a, that. That is the required viewing for this week, by the way. So if you guys want to catch up on the tick, it's only six episodes, twenty minutes a piece, I think, or thirty minutes a piece. Uh, we'll, Greg and I'll be talking about them on Friday. On if Friday. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, this is the kind of funny morning show each and every weekday. We we get together right here on twitch.tv slash games to talk about all the things we want to talk about. Uh, you can get the show live on Twitch, or you can get the VOD later on youtube.com slash kindoffunny, or if you want to listen to us and our beautiful, sultry voices, you can get it on podcast services This is what's going to sound world. like right in your earbuds. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Candy, Andy. They call him Candy. I don't like, he's not even here. Andy. <laughs> He's watching at home, though. He's doing some stuff? I'm sure. Yeah, you know he's watching at home. Fuck yeah, he's watching at home. And he's always just listening. Candy Andy is always listening because he's saying his name. He wants to come in and be like, ah! (laughs) Oh, you almost had it. I almost had it. I I appreciate that. Nick, there's a lot of uh, housekeeping things to talk about. Let's talk Uh, about housekeeping. First thing is so we're doing this show. Right. Uh, It'll end around 11.45 or wherever we end it. The show is somewhere in there. Then. We don't like to put a time. We don't like to put a fucking constraint on it. Kind of funny games daily. Mm hmm. Boom, with Greg Miller and Daniel Dwyer. And then, as far as I understand, Four the, hours. the cast is Greg Miller, Andy Cortez, Joey Noel. I'm sure Cool Greg and Kevin will be involved Why somehow. Not? Why not? They should be. They're going to be doing a four-hour stream of Everybody's Golf Everybody's on golf. the PlayStation 4. They're all obsessed with it. People walking around, the putts and the greens and the right. duckies and the birdies. I don't um, think Duckies is one of the things. No, Duckies never not um, one of the things, but I wouldn't know. I don't fucking know. Who the hell shit. knows? They, Andy yeah. is actually a golf expert. No joke. Oh, of course he is. I'm like, I talked to Andy for once in a while. He's like, oh, I'm going to tell you something about basketball you didn't know. I was like, why do you know so much about basketball? Yeah. What is wrong with you? Is, there's a lot wrong you know, with Andy You know, for Cortez. a dork, mm-hmm. he's awfully pretty like a cool. jock. He's you know pretty goddamn I mean? cool. I think there's something suspect about him. There that. really is. But anyway, that stream is going to be going on. So we're going to be streaming all day here with you. And so here's the thing. This morning, I logged on to the Facebook group, the Kind of Funny Facebook mm-hmm. group. And, and I saw a thread that uh, Edgar Sayago says, is kind of funny organizing anything to help out Houston. And there was a whole bunch of people talking. And that got me thinking. I was right. like, oh, man. My first gut reaction, I was like, oh, we're fucked. Because that's a great idea. Right. And our schedules are just yeah, we're screwed. utterly we're leaving, packed. We're all gone for a while, yeah. Uh, we got vacations. We got weddings. We got just a whole bunch of stuff mm-hmm. going on. Uh, which means when we're gone, it's even harder for the guys left because they have more work to right. do. But then I looked at Greg and I'm like, hey, we're already streaming all day today. Why don't we just turn this into a fundraiser Sounds for good. 
the big beautiful kids out there, everybody out there that's, cool. that's going yeah, through some, some, some real, real issues right now. So what we're going to do is every tip that we get today, we're going to donate to the Red Cross to help out the the hurricane in Houston yep. and, and, all, and all of Texas so all of you, and wherever it so affects. every dollar that you guys tip us today, we're going to be actually putting toward that disaster relief fund, which is, I think, incredibly important. Dude, they're having a bad fucking time. They yeah, really are, man. That so not good. a lot of best friends out there. If you are, I'm sorry. If you know people that are, I'm sorry. Our hearts are with you. But for everybody else that wants to tip, Please do, and all of the money from today will go to the Red Cross. So thank you for that. I, that's the least we could do. Yeah. But I think it's a, at least it's a step. It's a step forward. Yeah, we're doing we're step doing something. Right so I'm, I'm pretty happy about that. Um, the next bit of housekeeping. Uh, right now, the new AMAs are live on YouTube.com/slash/kindoffunny and slash kind of funny games. Uh, one with Greg. I'm sorry, one with uh, Nick and one with, with Kevin. Did, did John Snow just walk in? Here's a question for Is you. John We're not going to show it yet because it's an everybody's golf reveal for the stream at 1 p.m. In this shirt, Andy's worried that it's too tight because you can see his nipples. Is that a problem? I can't it's see not her. a problem. It, well, I can't, I'm going to tell you what is a problem. I don't see the that, nipples. The fact that your penis looks like it's bursting out of the, your jeans. Don't get it. That's, that's, that's just a that's normal, a a normal Andy, occurrance. Don't, do, don't show oh. it. I think, don't do it. How are your jeans so tight? Are you doing the thing we have to undo the top button? Okay. Have you thought I do that sometimes? Like, are you in full-on flannel block boxers? Why not box briefs? Why not naked? Just take the I, pants I switch off. them up. Switch them up. Okay. I, I have variety. So we're no, all okay I with think, these nipples? I think the shirt looks great. Yeah, we're okay with the nipples. Right. I think so the shirt looks great. You guys okay with Andy's nips? Yeah, Let people in the chat are saying we Let want more Andy's nips. In the chat. I don't have the chat up. I just assume that's what people are saying. Um, yeah, people are like, they're, like, they're big, big nip fans. Big. Huge, huge nip fans. Yeah. Yeah, um, and then so yeah, the AMAs are live. You can check those out. Uh, and then Nick, one of my, my favorite bits of news: you are doing a another comedy, another comedy showcase, showcase. So at I've, the Milk Bar. Uh, yeah, I've been invited back to the Milk Bar. I did so great the first time. They were like, "Why don't you come back for a second time?" If you guys are uh, uh, available on Saturday night or bored Saturday night, want to come out and have a drink uh, and see some great local comics, I will be part of that showcase. It starts at seven thirty. Cool, uh, Greg. It's a really fun. There's an Instagram post. Under the housekeeping segment. Can you pull that up? Oh, yeah, please. Thanks, Goldberg. And you guys can go to my Instagram for details or my Twitter for details. I'll be posting it there in the days to come. But, again, if you're bored and you like comedy and you want to come see kind of what that show is going to be like, I will be there. I'm sure some of the best friends will be there as well. Um, huge shout-out to everyone who's come out to support before. It's super fun. It ends up just being kind of like a little mini meet-and-greet, like, yeah. fun. Just hang out with Actually, I mean, people say hi to me, and they go hang out with each other. Hella funny presents. Yeah. First off, are you kidding me? There's a group out there called Hella Funny. There's a group out there They're, called yeah. Hella Funny. The comedy, the comedy group that puts these on um, is, I believe, led by a guy named uh, Phil Woods. He's a great guy, but they call themselves the Hella Funny. Group. I, I'm just gonna be honest. I feel like somewhere there's some copyright infringement. On us, I understand. Like, yeah. No, like, I think they're just like you know. It, let me just regale you with my knowledge of the Dragon Ball Z. You know how Goku starts and he's not blonde yet. That's the kind of funny. Okay. And then when he goes up to the super-sized Goku, it's hella funny. I got and it. then I guess he has blue hair now, so he can be, like, really hella funny after that. I don't think he ever has blue hair. But Someone said he had blue hair. Yeah, I don't know about that. But, but yeah, no, kind of funny, hella funny. I mean, that just seems right up my alley. But I'm, I'm very proud of you. Uh, your name's on the thing. Yeah, my name's on the... Uh, on the uh, yeah, I'm one, I'll, I'll be one of the comics. So, so. it's going to be fun. Um, I think, by the way, just as a, as a note, I think they do charge for admission here. I'm not quite sure how much it is, but I think it's probably five bucks. Based on this flyer, I imagine it's five dollars. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be too much, but all those proceeds, I think, go toward the, the barn and, and throwing the event and the kinds of the comics. So, awesome. come hang out, have a drink. It's going to be super fun. Then, Super Saiyan Blue is a thing, people are saying. So, okay. 
Uh, PAX is this weekend, Saturday at 8.30. Greg will be playing Batman with Telltale. Sunday at noon, Greg's signing at the Rooster Teeth booth. Come by, fuck with him, and remember, walk up to any Rooster Teeth employee you see and say, where's Bethany? Go get Bethany. Go get Bethany. <laughs> She's going to hate us so much. I can't wait. Uh, And then Sunday at 5 is Greg's cancer panel, so go check that out. It's going to be super special. I saw him working on it yesterday. He found a gem of an Up at Noon episode. Uh, I can't. I, I can't believe we did that episode. I'm very happy you and guys did. not only that, but I'm so disappointed that more people didn't realize the brilliance of that episode. If you don't know what we're talking about, day. go to Greg Miller's Twitter. He, re- or he tweeted uh, an episode up at noon yesterday, an old one, uh, that featured him starting the show, deciding he's going to go on vacation, getting up and leaving, and then Nick and Altano did the rest of the show behind the cameras. It was me and Joker. Oh, was so, it? Yeah, what, ha- what happened was we were like, we need a, uh, I think it was for either the Christmas break or something. We were like, we need to do one episode. But Greg, Greg was going to pose wedding. Oh, that's what it was. Um, and so we were like, well, we can't, we, 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 let's just do, like, we have to have some filler for the show. And so we decided to just have, do the show, but without Greg. Yeah. And if you guys remember, up, all Up at Noon was, that monologue was just the Chirons and Greg doing the jokes that Drucker and Altano and myself would write. Um, and then we were like, well, it'd be really funny if we just did that and let the Chirons go and he just gets up and leaves. Yeah. And then me and Drucker are like, yeah, we should. We should it's hard to it's explain, hard to explain. but it's, it's the show if no one was on the show. So it's an interview and the cameras are cutting back and forth, but there's no one talking and no one sitting. It's, yeah, it's, it's really fun. Kind of brilliant. Um, all right. Then, yeah, that's it for the, that's it for the housekeeping. So Cardiff Booth says, the giant uh, at the hot tub is my favorite bit. That was, was a gem. Everyone's That was a gem. Bit. Um, all right, next up, oh my God. let's get to the news. I remember every time we'd make Tim work on that show, he would just feel like, I don't want to. I, I don't, don't want to work on this. It reached a point at Up and Noon that I, I remember just being like, I'm not doing this anymore. <laughs> I was like, I'm just not going to work on this. Um, so, first bit of news, Seinfeld's uh, Netflix special, there's a trailer. I haven't seen this yet. Oh, you haven't seen it yet? No. Oh, okay. Are no. we getting a copyright for this? Otherwise, we should know. watch it. Let's cool. just fucking watch Let's it. Let's watch it. It's going to be fun. Very first appearance on The Tonight Show. Would you welcome him, please? Jerry Seinfeld! Are you kidding me? In the 70s, we were the new hot thing. Stand-up comics doing this thing. I only had one joke that worked, which I'm going to do for you right now. So we moved out from the city to on Long Island. Long Island is not one of those places you can't get in it. You just stay on it. Would I have been funnier if I grew up in Peoria in a whorehouse raised by prostitutes? Absolutely. But this is what I had to work with. My parents, they didn't even know our names. They were ignorant. They were negligent. We grew up like wild dogs in the 60s. No helmets, no seatbelts, no restraints. To me, it was like high school without the school part. And we were the stars of the football team. They cut a little hole for us so we could stick our head in and see what the hell is going on. Because you want your eye blinking and tearing when you're going backwards down a staircase holding a wall unit. Wait, I'm excited about this because it looks like there's a lot of behind the scenes on Jerry Seinfeld like coming up, and I love that era of comedy. Um, it's just so hard to cut a promo for stand-up. Yeah. And I don't like that that's the only format they can do, because it always, 
it all they just like peel a highlight off of it, but taken out of context, you're like, I don't know. I don't yeah, know, I, don't I mean, know. admittedly, that was a good one though because that it has all. Well, this the this looks the like it's part documentary and, and, and part like him doing stand up again, which I'm all for. Like Jerry Seinfeld's obviously one of those guys that if you're anywhere near or in the world of stand up, that you have to revere. This is a guy that that. Not only is his stand-up amazing, but he had this show that made him a fucking like hundreds of millions of dollars. And what does he do? He goes, I'm gonna go back to stand-up. I'm gonna go do what I love, right? He does comedians and cars getting coffee, which is another show of just basically a podcast of him yeah. talking to his friends. And then he goes, Hey, I'm gonna go do more comedy. And that's what he loves to do. And you have to really admire those guys, because not a lot of people that would hit that level of fame would have the balls to go back up on stage in front of 50 people. Yeah. You know, and be like, and maybe fail. Yeah, man, it's it's interesting. I, you know, it's well documented on all of our shows. I never really watched Seinfeld. Don't really. Mm-hmm. I know a bit about him, but yeah. I don't. I've never seen a stand up or anything. I'm very interested to watch the, the actual. Thing. The Cookie Crisp. I'm not going to judge until I watch. The Cookie Crisp. That one got said is that Seinfeld. Yeah. He's like it's, it's part cookie, part but no, it's all cookie. It's that's cookie. all Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's he's, that's funny. He's very much just observational humor and. Like I was saying, one of the things that I admire most about him, and one of the things that's hardest for me, or like it's a challenging thing when you start doing comedy, is like you have to be, you have to somehow convince an audience in the first like 10 seconds that you're the kind of guy they want to spend the next 15 minutes with and laugh with. Yeah. And Seinfeld was always so good at that. He would just walk up on stage and be like, he's just very unassuming, just a nice, likable comic, and he would talk about stuff, and you're like, why am I laughing about the at breakfast cereal? But you do, he would always make you think like, oh, there is, you know, it's, it's all that just this observational, situational comedy that he makes you think, and he never really used, he never used swear words. He was always, you know, he was never blue, or always blue. Can't remember which one's which. Um, so, you know, he's a king, he's <laughs> one of the kings. Yeah, I'm very interested in it, because like, to me, Jerry Seinfeld seems like the most blah person in the entire world. What? But that's just me being a dumb kid. No, I mean, he is, and he isn't, right? There's like, it's that weird thing where you, you first start watching him and you're like, I, okay, I don't get this, right? It's similar like when I first watched Anchorman, where I was like, I don't like this movie, I don't get this movie. But over time, you start to develop an understanding and a taste for it. It's like, you know, it's like anything else where you're like, I don't know how to deal with this because it's outside of my normal realm of like expectations. Mm-hmm. Seinfeld's one of those guys, the more you watch, the more you realize that like you get drawn into that world of his that he's made up, and it just becomes incredibly fascinating and incredibly enjoyable. And then you take that stand-up, that vibe, and you apply it, that Larry David Seinfeld vibe to the show itself, and it's just all the characters are ridiculous, and you just get sucked in. Yeah, no, I'm very, it just, it's funny, because to me, it comes off as a negative BuzzFeed. It's just, uh, hey, remember that there, you you can relate to this feeling, don't you hate it when? I mean, yeah, but that's just comedy. <laughs> like, I know, but I'm just saying, uh, we'll, we'll, I'm definitely going into this with an open mind, because I, I have not seen the stand-up of his, and a lot of what I'm saying is based off the, the little bits that, that he did before the Seinfeld episodes bum, and whatever. Bum, bum, yeah. Bum, so I'm like, bum, this, this looks the really deal interesting deal with milk cartons? Especially with the context of the growing up yeah. in the history of all this stuff, and the fact that he was doing it back then. Well, I think I think this is really cool, too, and I've said before, like, there, there are a lot of notable stand-up specials that have happened this year, not the least of which was, I, you know, I can't swear, can't say enough good things about George Lopez's The Wall. Um, Hassan Minaj's special, I think, was, it takes the comedy special to another fucking level, and I think this is cool, too, because this is half comedy special, half documentary, and he's a fascinating subject. Like, you know, say what you will about him, but he had the one of the highest grossing shows ever. Yeah. And it's still making him a lot of money, right? And that is all comes from that passion and that, that he had for stand-up, he and Larry David had for stand-up. So it's really cool. It's a great story. I can't wait to see it. Yeah. Cool. Very, very interesting. And then next story, this comes from over at Variety. Ed Screen? 
Scrasher? I don't know. Do you know who he is? Yeah, I mean, he's the bad guy from Deadpool. Remember Deadpool? That's right. Yeah. What was his name? Patrick. Deadpool kept calling him something. I can't remember. Do, do you the channel. I know what you're talking about. Chat. Yeah, let us know yeah, what that let, was. Let us know. Um, That's just hilarious. But uh, Ed Skrine drops out of Hellboy reboot after whitewashing controversy. This is very, very, very interesting. Yeah, this move. is a fascinating story. He posted uh, a screen cap of a letter that he wrote on Instagram mm-hmm. saying, quote, Last week, it was announced that I would be playing Major Ben Dymo in the upcoming Hellboy reboot. I accepted the role unaware that the character in the original comics was of mixed Asian heritage. There's been intense conversation and understandable upset since that announcement, and I must do what I feel is right. It is clear that representing this character in a culturally accurate way holds significance for people, and that to neglect this responsibility would continue a worrying tendency to obscure ethnic minority stories and voices in the arts. I feel it is important to honor and respect that. Therefore, I've decided to step down so the role can be cast appropriately. Representation of ethnic diversity is important, especially to me as I have a mixed heritage family. It is our responsibility to make moral decisions in difficult times and to give voice to inclusivity. It is my hope that one day these discussions will become less necessary and that we can make and that we can help make equal representation in the arts a reality. I'm sad to leave Hellboy, but if this is, if this decision brings us closer to that day, it's worth it. I hope it makes a difference with love and hope. Ed Scrine. Dirt410 says he was also the original Dario in Game of Thrones. I don't know if that's I would have never recognized him because he had long ass hair yeah. then. It's before, they, it's before they decided to uh, put that Danish. Francis. Francis. Francis, 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 was, Francis yeah. is what it is. Um, yeah, what's your, t- what's your read on this? My take on this is I've seen, I mean, I follow a fair amount of people mm-hmm. in, in different bubbles and different perspectives on all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm seeing a, there's a lot of backlash of like, from the far, far left side of just like, like, oh, you're only doing this to get headlines and to to make yourself even more of a martyr and blah, 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 blah. And my response to that is, fuck you guys. Well, first off, Hellboy, if they do Hellboy right, could be a huge series. And if he's a main character in that, this is a big sacrifice on his part, right? Like we just said, like I, I think it's important to note, we open the story, we're like, Ed, screw, nobody knows who this guy is, right? Yeah. You recognize him from a couple bit parts. This could be, for an actor to give up a role in a franchise like this, that's a big fucking deal. Yeah. That is a big deal. And, and if you're doing, and like, I don't know too many people who would be like, like obviously Scarlett Johansson didn't give up the fucking role in uh, 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 Ghost in the Shell, right? And Tilda Swinton didn't give up the role in Doctor Strange, so. Not that they should. I don't no, think anyone should ever be forced to give up work, especially how hard it is to become an actor, but I think this is a pretty big fucking deal for them. Yeah, time. my thing is, it's this is not a judgment on the people that have accepted the roles in the past because it they, that is what they do. That is their job. That is what they are trying right. to do. Um, and th- it is definitely on the producers and casting directors yeah, and all of that to, to be mindful of all this stuff. But for him to make a move like this, that is just good on him. And I think that what he's saying, it, it's very genuine and it's very real. And this is how how we fix the problem yeah. by giving something up and not working on the privilege that everyone talks about. Sure. And this is a perfect example of actually committing to that and actually showing the world that there is a problem mm-hmm. and here's how we need to talk about this. It's it's interesting though because I mean again, I'm not familiar with the Hellboy comics. Mm-hmm. But I also don't like the fact that you can't take creative license with things. Like I get with this if you got a character named like I, I forget what the character's name was, but it's clearly supposed to be an Asian character and that's integral to the role and that and pivotal to what that character does in the series. I can understand that. But at the same time it's like at a certain point, it is a comic book, and you are doing a new interpretation of that. So I don't think you have to a hundred percent be faithful to what's no, going on. No, absolutely there. not. But you I know, think I think it's a more egregious. 
I think it was a little bit more egregious, in other words, in Ghost in the Shell, where the main character is in Japan and is supposed to be Japanese and has a Japanese name, and it's the whitest person you've ever seen in your life. I, I in just that think role. that it, it goes beyond that, where it's just like, if there's Asian characters, yeah, sure, they don't need to be Asian, but it's like there's so little representation of Asians in oh, media, yeah. where it's like, why take away even the small roles that don't need to be them? Yeah, that's fair. When it could be. You yeah. know, and again, I don't know Hellboy, so I don't know this. I but don't know I mean, it goes back to Death Note. It's just like, with that, I'm all about the fact of like, hey, it's an Americanized version. It doesn't yeah. need to be uh, Light Yagami. It could be Light Turner. That's fine. However, they're in Seattle. Why couldn't it be Light Yagami? <laughs> that's true. You get what I'm saying? It's yeah, like, true. it's like, there's a lot of things like that where it's like, I do, I just, I commend well, him with, entirely. With, with like this. with Death Notes, I mean, I do, I do as well. And I think, again, I think you're making a, a sacrifice here. Whether or not it's a PR stunt doesn't matter. There's still a sacrifice. You're still sacrificing a lot of money and a lot of exposure that could really, really, like, this could have catapulted him into maybe potentially a role that would make him a leading actor. And it's unfortunate. He's a phenomenal actor as well. I'm sure he'll do fine from this. But I think this is, like, kudos to this guy. Like, kudos to him and his team, clearly. I think he had a great PR team. He was like, we should, we need to step back from this. Um, and say what you will, but, I mean, it's also a smart move on his point. Like, this is, at a certain point, this is, it's just a bad look. Yeah. Right? And so, yeah, step away. Do the right thing. And, and I mean, right going thing, back to what you're saying, I feel like those people then get demonized for it. Like, Scarlett Johansson gets demonized, and it's like, is it her bad? You know, well, the Scarlett I, Johansson thing was also very interesting. This is a different. This is a little bit different than that, obviously, because for Scarlett Johansson, a lot of people, the big argument they had, and I think it's an argument that you can't, you can't shy away from, is that that you still need a big name to open a movie, right? Now, of course, Ghost in the Shell didn't open very well, which sucks. It didn't yeah. do very well, and I don't think they're going to go forward and do, make that into a franchise. But you do need a big name star, and that's the bigger problem: is there aren't a lot of big name stars who are minorities, right? Yeah. Who are Asian descent or black or or uh, you know Spanish or Latin or whatever. So that that is the bigger argument of why don't we have more adverse like. Um, not diversity, excuse me, diversity at that level, Yeah. right? And so I think for ScarJo, that was a bigger thing, right? With Tilda Swinton, with Doctor Strange, I think that was an obvious thing too, where she was the lead in the movie, one of the leads in the movie, so like that could have been an opportunity to put someone in there. Of course, Tilda Swinton did a great job with that. We all love Doctor Strange. We're not, again, not talking shit about Tilda Absolutely. Swinton. Um, this is one of those weird, like, I get it, but it, it does, I don't know how much of a major character this is in the Hellboy universe. If it's a, I mean, I assume casting this guy, he's going to be one of the, one of the, um, like big supporting roles in it. So I don't know. I think yeah. it's a good step forward. I think it's a great look for Ed. Um, Oldar in the chat says, by this logic, Stephen King's Dark Tower being cast with the black lead should have stepped down for a white actor. That is absolutely not the case. We're talking about representation for people that are not being represented. There's a difference. The like white people are being represented. This is we're, we're talking about the these small roles that it, uh, Asian that are Asian in mm -hmm. media, and it's like then you're taking that away. Like the few roles that are even available. Um, readily where it's like it goes without saying that it's that that is a perfect example of creative liberty that doesn't matter because that doesn't affect people well but the same argument could be made for this right where like it, again my my I'm, I'm I support I fully support Ed Screen's ability you know wanting to do this and understanding that there's is a, there's a cultural sensitivity here but at the same point unless I've always said unless the character's like ethnicity or specific background is really integral to the plot line, then it doesn't really matter who that character but is. It does, so and my thing is, both ways. no, but my, my argument to that is it doesn't matter for the plot, it doesn't matter for the content and mm -hmm. for the media, but it does matter for 
the people watching, and of it course. does matter for no, of course, the look, actors that aren't getting jobs. Of course, there's a, there's a representation issue, and and again, Hollywood has always been forward thinking. What what right now seems like weird and controversial, you know, you how we have to go through these moments, we have to stand up for these things if we want to affect real change. And and lately, you know, as a, the past like five years, we've seen a big big stirring of an outcry of people wanting to see more ethnically diverse casts and things. And I think to, to Hollywood's, uh, I think there have been some really good strides made in that, right? But this is this is what Hollywood. Does, right? They go, look, we want to see some change. We're going to be the front runners in this. People are going to go, I don't understand why this is happening. And then all of a sudden, what was odd or you know uh, something you weren't used to before is now mainstream. Mm-hmm. It's now a mainstay, right? And I think it's important. Yeah, it definitely is. Um, but anyway, shout out to you, Ed Scrine, doing really good things. He's probably watching this like, that's not how you say my last Screen. name. At least get it right. Screen. It's Scrines. It's Scrines. Um, and then the next story, this was from yesterday. We have a couple holdovers from, from yesterday yeah. that, that we didn't get to. Um, this comes from Variety. You put this in yesterday. Box office disaster, lackluster releases, Mayweather McGregor and Hurricane Harvey create the slowest weekend in over 15 years. Yeah. There's no getting around it. This weekend's domestic box office is a catastrophe. In the grand scheme, it can seem like a small issue when compared with Hurricane Harvey. Uh, The deadly natural disaster that tore through the Gulf Gulf Coast of Texas on Friday, dumping more than 20 inches of rain, according to the National Weather Service. But Harvey also had at least some impact on the business, forcing theater closures in South Texas. Still, the degree to which the storm hurt the bottom line of moviegoing is up for debate. Another factor under inspection is Saturday evening's UFC match which saw Floyd Mayweather beat Conor McGregor with a 10th round TKO. The, the fight was estimated to reap as much as $1 billion in revenue and among the biggest pay-per-view draws in history. Numbers regarding the amount of viewers will be released later in the week, but some analysts predicted the highly anticipated brawl could keep those who would ordinarily see a movie out of theaters. All that said, no amount of outside factors can excuse the reality that no major releases this weekend managed to connect with <laughs> the audiences. The best they could do was the Hitman's bodyguard. <laughs> in a significant way. The, the Which, overall, by the way, I want you and me to go see together. I don't know, man. Dude, I don't know. have to see That it. trailer was awesome. It's so and I was bad, like, I like, think like, I'm good. I think on, I'm dude. good. That's a movie that you go, it's Sunday. Yeah. The game ain't on for two more hours, dog. Let's watch the Hitman's, Hitman's Bodyguard. Bodyguard. Let's call up Tim Gettys, FaceTime Let's him fucking go. watch it from our I'm from all our about couches. it. Um, there have been lulls around this time. Wait, hold on. Let's see. All that said, no amount of outside factors, blah, blah, blah. There's no major movies. The overall box office this weekend is not expected to pass $65 million, and the top 12 films will gross less than $50 million. Those figures are the lowest in more than 15 years. Tider89 says, I actually enjoyed the movie. All right. Get Heights, Hitman's Bodyguard. What could you not? It's Ryan Reynolds and Samuel L. Jackson. At least they're gonna have at least a couple good scenes worth watching. Yeah, podcaster sure. says uh, the movie sucked. I walked out. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, everyone's entitled to their own opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so. incredibly true. I, I mean, my watching that trailer for that movie, I'm like, this is a fucking hilarious idea. I don't have any inclination necessarily to go see it in theaters, but I will watch the shit out of it when it comes to on demand for sure. Or uh, as of late, watching uh, things in the back of Virgin America planes, I'll watch it there too. Yeah. So why not? Um, all right, then the the next thing we just put this on. It's the the MTV VMA has happened in 2017, and uh, Nick, I've never felt older uh, looking at a Son couple of these of things. Bitch, Do not recognize 90% of these. Yeah, people. No, that's I don't fair. I didn't recognize 50% of the okay. people. I, I, I knew at least. At you least know, you, you're very well versed when it comes to pop culture. Not and pop so much music. anymore. I feel like I'm, I'm well, getting. You know the top like five five people. On. You know Kendrick Lamar. Who I, d- won I do. For Humble. You he know, did. He won know, Video of the Year for yeah. Humble, which he fucking deserves. 
undeniably. Bounce, that bounce. video was amazing. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. the the way that it did that technique where the camera like would spin around really and cool. like zoom in and That's stuff. Really I'm like, cool. I've never seen that shit before. Um, and it's a dope ass fucking beat. Super artistic, song. super well done. Uh, Artist of the year, of course, went to Bruno Mars. Everyone's no, knows no, Bruno Mars. No, it didn't. Didn't. No. Oh, it went to Ed, Ed Sheeran. Sheeran. Excuse me, I'm sorry. <laughs> of course. Of course, <laughs> it went to Ed Sheeran. Mars. My yeah, bad. Ed Sheeran. Saw, saw, uh, you might know him from his pivotal role in Game of Thrones. I'm going to sing in the forest, and then everyone's going to hate me for no fucking reason. Yeah, good lord. That was stupid. Everyone's like, get the fuck out of Game of Thrones, This is the Sheeran. worst scene in this Game of Thrones history. I am outraged by all of this. Somebody feed me more fucking Taco Bell. I don't understand. I still don't understand that. I'm like, you did a fucking great job. Guy, he has a voice like an angel. He does, he man. He can sing to me whatever I want. We're sitting on a campfire in fucking Sherwood Forest, wherever the fuck they were. At the VMAs, he performed uh, his hit song, Shape of You, and then if, I, if I'm if i saying this, I think it's one of the, the Migos that came out, Greg, to rap with him. With Kendrick? No, with, uh, with Ed, Ed Sheeran. Sheeran. A little white boy with a guitar. I understand. Dude came out. What's that guy with the name? XO Tour Life or something? The song? XO World Tour Life? We're talking about the guy with the guitar still? No, the rapper. There's a rapper, I think he's in Migos, with a song called XO Tour Life. Oh, I'm not sure. I don't think it's the little, little... It was Quavo Offset Takeoff. Well, I don't think it was any of them. I don't know. Uh, people let us know in the chat who the hell I'm talking. It was Lil Uzi Vert. Oh, yeah, he's not in the Migos. He's not in the Migos. <laughs> My bad. Didn't know. See, this is why we keep Cool Greg here, because Cool yeah, yeah, Greg yeah. used to be what you used to be to me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right? I was like, Tim, tell me everything about pop culture that I need to know. He's like, well, here's what you need to know. The other day, I was in, I was in a um, car, and I was like, I was quizzing Cool Greg. I was just going down the top 50 Spotify in, like, the U.S., mm -hmm. and I was like, it's just hip-hop songs? And I was like, who's this? And he was like, that's Lil Uzi Vert. And I was like, who's this? He's like, that's also Lil Uzi Vert. I just kept going. It was all Uzi Vert. It was all Uzi Vert. He's kind of killing the game it right now. shit, dude. He's crushing it. Wow. Um, what other notable things came from this? Uh, I mean, whatever. Okay, who, no one really cares about the winners. It's always about the, dra the okay. drama and the... the um, sorry, I just I got distracted because I, I was looking down here and I saw the the best fight against the system. Yeah. And uh, the, Hamil the Hamilton mixtape won, but I thought it said the Hamiltonization mixtape. And I was like, is Charles Hamilton winning some shit? Because that would be fucking crazy. That but yeah, shout crazy. out to that shit anyways. Um... But there was performances that were pretty dope. There was yeah. a lot of weird drama and all that I shit. I see. I only watched a little bit of it. I saw Katy Perry obviously was hosting, and I was like, okay, cool. Uh, I guess people have some mixed reactions on her ability to host. Um, and by people, I mean my wife. Yeah. Who was like, this is terrible. Mm. This is absolutely terrible. Uh, but I actually was fortunate enough to come in right about five minutes before Logic came on to perform. Yeah. Now, Logic, of course, as you know, is, is a new passion of mine. I started mm -hmm. listening to Logic's music about maybe five months ago, and oh my God, what a talented human being. He's, He's so talented, great. it makes me go through the entire wave of emotions with him, right? Where I go, wow, this is really cool. Holy shit, I will never be this talented. Fuck it, I'm gonna keep listening anyway because he's so fucking good. Yeah, man, he's and great. And he came on and he did that song, one, uh, the the number song, whatever. I don't even know how you how you would the, the, the suicide hotline, the suicide hotline song, and it was fucking awesome. And then he had he went on a rant that I was like, you fucking tell him. Logic. He really he fucking him. killed it, and I love that he used the platform for good. Yeah, and it's just like fantastic shit. I, Watch his performance. What it I loved is about this too was great. Logic and who was the other girl? Um, Alicia Cara. Alicia Cara. Those are the only and two performances Khalid. I saw. Khalid or whatever. Right. Um, I think Khalid's. I, I, I Khalid, barely watched this. No, Khalid was uh, the guy. That's he was the guy that had the, the frat boy tuck, right? Like he had a dope ass. And it doesn't matter. He was in that too. Yeah. He was the um, one singing in the Suicide Song. Copy that. Um, 
what I liked about them was out of those out of all those performers, I think uh, Alicia did a great job at like just being herself, which was cool. Like I think that that was her whole thing was she came out. That is the, her whole thing. She came out in the in the in the evening gown with the hair and then kind of like deconstructed that. I was like, that's really fucking cool. And my wife was like, yeah, all all the whole MTV award. She's just. She's, she just, that is who she, who you, oh, she what you get. And I was like, that's really cool, man. And Logic came out, and Logic just is like, so unassuming, mm. right? Comes out, cool shoes, great jeans, don't get me wrong. Style on point. Yeah. But like not, hey, look at me, I'm a fucking like a mega hip hop actor. Well, star, that, right? that was his first award show performance. Dude, he's And like the fact that he went out and he's like, I'm gonna use my time to do this, I think is super powerful and super fucking awesome. I think it was awesome. cool too. So basically, long story short is, how do we go see Logic live? Because I would love to see a logic. I mean, concert. we just missed him. We Fuck. were we were we were at some event when he was in San Francisco, so we couldn't. Next time he's go. back, if he's anywhere in Northern California, we're we got to make it happen, man. We got to make it happen. We owe it to our dude. Um, and then, yeah, I think the biggest thing to come from the VMAs was undeniably Taylor Swift's new music video for "Look What She Made Me Do." Um, Variety reports that "Look What Me Do, You Do" smashes YouTube's 24-hour record, crushing Psy, um, getting. 31 million views in 24 hours. Good for her. Nope, 43.2 million views in 24 Even hours. Even better. Yeah, and now it's just gonna keep going and of keep going crazy. Um, very interesting video directed by Joseph, Joseph Kahn. Kahn. Have I haven't you, seen it yet. Oh, you haven't seen it yet? No. Uh, but I, I, I kinda wanna do a topic on GOG. Sure, we should watch it on With Gog, it then. as a jump off point, yeah. talking just about music videos. Yeah, sure. Um, I forgot who it was, somebody tweeted us, one of the best friends, it was just like, do music videos ever like make you like a song that you didn't like before and does that change yes. your perspective on stuff so I, I kind of want to I want to talk about that because it's interesting but yeah this video has a lot of going on and you know it's obviously stirring up all the right controversies that it was made to create Joseph Kahn visionary I will say is this my favorite video absolutely not no. uh, is it cool yeah some parts are weird some parts are not but it's like it does its job which is to make people want to go back and Try to understand what yeah, it is. Yeah, I mean, I think that that's always been sort of the the nature of the music video, right? Is it's supposed to get, catch people's interest on a different level. And I think that Taylor Swift's team has done a great fucking job of making her way more relevant than she needs to, like, she should be right now. Like, the fact that people are legitimately, like, screaming at each other on the internet as to whether or not her new stuff is good. Like, that new song, is this the new song that came out? Yep. Yeah. So as to whether or not this new song is good, mm -hmm. I'm like... Why do people care this much? You should not care this much. She is a pop artist. The whole point of pop is that it's supposed to be me, right? Uh -huh. like the whole point of, like, this is not, like, I don't put her on the same level I put Logic. Where, mm -hmm. like, Logic has a message and is trying to do things and is, like, innovating. And, and she's just, she's, a, she's like the king of pop. She's like the pop. She's like, well, she's not the king of pop. Michael Jackson's king of pop. There's only going to be one king of pop. It's his birthday today. Hey, happy birthday, Michael happy Jackson. Happy birthday, Michael Jackson. Um, but I mean, I, I, kudos to Taylor Swift because let's be perfectly honest, and we'll get into this when we do the bigger topic. Her whole point is to entertain. And yeah. this is entertainment for people, right? Mm -hmm. Controversy and fun and this stupid battle she's having with Katy Perry. Absolutely. It's all boiling into the same pot. And guess what? It's all produced. Yeah. And you're all just fucking eating it up. You're eating it up out there. It's us. The We're the ones sheep, eating it up. Man. We're all just sheep following Taylor Swift off the fucking cliff. Oh, look at the cliff. Oh, no. I'm down. You know, fuck it. I'll I'm down it. for the fucking ride. Why not? Uh, so, so yeah, so Nick, let's read some amazing tips. Okay, let me open that Remember, up. Remember, all the tips that we get today in the morning show, Kind of Funny Games Daily, and in the Everybody Golf stream from 1 to 5, will go to the Red Cross for Hurricane Harvey relief. 
Stand by, everybody. Ooh, we have a lot of tips today. We Thank do. you very much, everyone. Thank you guys so much for Texas. Um, K-Babs, like Kebab, says, birthday tax. On the off chance that this gets read, thank you guys so much for the work you do. I always look forward to whatever you make next. Thank you. We've been having a, I think we've been having a great time making content for Hell everyone, yeah. and everyone's been super supportive. It's great. Mitchie D says, thank you. And he just gave, he gave us a nice tip and said, thank you, uh, with just a little bit of a heart. Uh, Birdman gave us a nice tip as well. It says, thanks for donating, uh, donating to Harvey Relief. It's our pleasure. It's the least we can do. The Steve9X says, for Texas, hope everyone stays safe out there. Uh, Mem, Mem Birdman says, stay safe, Houstonians. Can't wait to see how the country steps up to help you. I can feel it. I can feel it in my balls. All right, be calm. Uh, and he gave us a very nice tip. Uh, River City Ransom gave us a nice tip as well. It says, don't mess with Texas. Uh, Ann Maester says, hey, guys. I'm from the UK, and some friends and I are going to LA and Vegas next month for the first time. What are your recommendations in terms of what we should do and eat? If you're going to LA... Go see uh, a show at the Comedy Store. It is a fucking awesome experience, and right now their lineups are ridiculous. They have people in their rooms that that can sell out their own shows, and there'll be like six of them hmm. in a row. It's fucking amazing, so go to that. In Vegas, uh, just trying to get herpes. Yeah, good call. Uh, Ficus333 says, Can you boys do everyone in the, in the KF Facebook group a favor and tell Willie he should go to the orgy? Hashtag Unleash the Willie 2017. <laughs> <laughs> I love Joey just giggles from the other room and walks in. Are you aware about any of this, Nick? There's a running joke currently. Should I? Now, here's my question to you guys. Should someone catch me up on this, or should I just let my imagination go with what this I mean, is? I think you'll enjoy much. it. Yeah, what there's is a it? sweet young boy named Willie, um, who is a, a, a frequenter of the, the Facebook group, fantastic lover contributor, okay. lover of Knack. Okay, I, I took the Nack. picture for him at okay. GameStop Expo. Right. Um, and he apparently got invited to an orgy, and yeah, he and he he turned it down, and yeah. the Facebook group's pretty angry at him. I don't think he officially turned it down. I just think that he he's not interested. He's not into it. Yeah, and the Facebook groups angry at him, so they made Unleash the Willy 2017. Unleash the Willy. Hashtag well, Unleash the Willy. Free Willy 2017. Free Willy 2017. I think we missed a huge opportunity there, Facebook, oh, I love Facebook it. team. Uh, Free Willy is a much better hashtag. Uh, interesting. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Willy, if you're out there listening and watching, you do you, son. You don't have to go to orgies because you know what the smell factor alone is. Wes Bray says it's in two weeks. Away. There's still time. <laughs> I don't Who know. Who plans man. an orgy two weeks out? Dude, you gotta get all everyone together. You got multiple people you gotta get together. There's a lot of questions. I don't know that I necessarily want to know the answers to those questions. Yeah. But Alright. Weird. Next tip comes from our friend Aaron Porter. Says, Aaron Porter! 12 years ago, I saw my hometown practically leveled by Katrina. Mm. In response, everyone came together to rebuild. Now it's time to come together to help those affected by Harvey. Thank you. And he gives a little heart. Thank Thanks, you, Aaron. guys. Uh, Robert S. Anderson says, for the best friends in and near Texas, stay dry. Gave us a very nice tip. Thank you for that. Thank uh, Aaron's you. tip was very nice as well. Um, and our final tip for now comes from Fish. Says, super beat sports hype. Oh, what you talking about, bro? I don't know that either, but that's cool. Thank that's you, man. Thank today. you. We're not, not calling today. tips. Me. We're not calling tips. Keep, please, yeah, I was going to say, if you feel inclined, please keep tipping. Of course, we're going to be um, contributing all the tips we get from today's uh, two shows and the stream to Disaster Relief for Harvey. So uh, anyone affected by that in Texas, we can help out a little bit. We're happy to do so. Yes, we are. Uh, Nick, let's do PS I Love This Best Friend XOXO. You can it. go to kindoffunny.com slash best friend to nominate someone in the community doing really cool things. Just like Huggy Homer did, he's shouting out all the consecutive Amazon, Amazon Prime subs. Yeah. 
That's you awesome. guys are the fucking heroes, man. Let me these tell you. Best it's friends, annoying as shit. Time to do this every month. These best friends have remembered to resubscribe every goddamn month since Amazon let us steal $5 from them back in September last year. Yeah, they did. Shout out to you, amazing sons of bitches. P.S. Someone please create a program that can automate this shit. I love all of that. Me Thank too. you guys all for your support. It does go a very long way. Um, and it allows you to, to get entered for a chance to win video games every day because it's are. giveaway time. It Nick, what are the four time. ways to win? There are four ways you can win giveaways. Of course, we just covered two of them. One, be in the Twitch chat right now as we're doing this live. We're live every day at 11 a.m. if you're listening to this later in the world. So come stop sleeping or whatever the fuck you're doing in the UK right now or eating your goddamn uh, bangers and mash. Bangers and mash. Come join us live, Bruv. right? That's one. Two, you can be a subscriber to us on our Twitch channel. Of course, if you're a subscriber, you have to play golf with Greg today. I don't know if that dissuades you or not from being a subscriber. It certainly would for me, mm. but Greg is having a lot of fun, and so is Andy. Andy wore a fucking golf shirt today. Who knew a that Andy knew how to golf and b had fucking golf shirts? Doesn't matter. Uh, he had multiple visors. Multiple in his visors. Car. It is annoying. In uh, his car. In his fucking. Ready car. to go. Just in case someone needed him to golf on this fine cloudy day. Uh, of course, you can give us your hard-earned money for a script uh, for uh, to be a subscriber, or if you have Amazon Prime, you get one free Twitch Prime. We already covered that real quick. Three. You can go to patreon.com slash kindoffunny or patreon.com for patreon.com slash games and support us at the $2 or above level. Those are four times as many chances to win a fun game on a platform of your choice. And by your choice, I mean our choice. Because we'll be choosing that today. And of course, we're giving away two games today because we have two sponsors for the show today. Tim, who yes. is this show brought to you by? Who is this, this giveaway brought to you by? This giveaway me. is brought to you by Uber, Nick, Again, the summer is almost over. I hate it. So many things we want to do. So much shit to do. Now, Logic concerts, that's what we're talking about now. We want to go to a Logic concert. If we were trying to save money up to be able to go to a Logic concert, let's say he wasn't going to be in the Bay Area for a while. We had to go go all the way to Seattle. We're going to need a little bit of extra Skrilla to do that shit. Um, So, if there's something you want to accomplish and getting extra money can help you do it, driving with Uber is an easy way to earn extra cash when you want on your schedule. Guess what? Yesterday... Nick. Yes. Greg Miller mm-hmm. got an Uber. Did got in the Uber. Yeah. The guy that was driving for Uber, best friend. Oh, awesome. Yeah, Greg, took, Greg took a picture with him. It's on his Twitter Lovely. and stuff. That's awesome. So yeah, it's a, fun, it's a fun little thing. He was making extra money. He could do ever. Then maybe he could use that money to subscribe to us on Twitch. John. Because it's just recycling at this point. He just likes to take that point. money and put it back into the system. Side. Whatever you want to put your money towards. Uh, driving with Uber is an easy way to earn extra cash when you want on your schedule. And that's why Uber is the ultimate side hustle. And you can make every day payday thanks to Uber's instant pay. You can cash out straight from the app up to five times a day. Make the most of your summer and earn the extra cash when you want to help meet your goals. Get your side hustle on. Sign up to drive with Uber today. Go to uber.com slash drive now. That's U-B-E-R dot com slash drive now. Certain restrictions apply. See site for details. And yes, we're sponsored by two people today, which means two game giveaways. Second game giveaway brought to you by Movement Watches. Movement, MVMT, it's pronounced movement. It's a cute little thing. Was founded on the belief that style shouldn't break the bank. The watchmaker's goal is to change the way consumers think about fashion by offering high-quality, minimalist products at revolutionary prices. With over 1 million watches sold to customers in 160-plus countries around the world, Movement Watches has solidified itself as the world's fastest-growing watch company. Now, if you had a movement watch, you can prove that. You can time it out. 
You can use the stopwatch thing to be like, wow, they're they're growing fast. Sean Finnegan has a movement watch. He does. I'll tell you right now, his wrist has never looked better. It has never looked better. He used to wear better. this gigantic It was so watch, big. Why? It, was like, it looked like a Flavor Flav clock that he yeah, was wearing just on, on his, on his wrist. wrist. Movement, much better design aesthetic for him. Now he's looking good. Now looking he's looking good. real good. She's looking good, too, Sean. with hers. Uh, movement watches start at just $95 at a department store. You're looking at 400 500 bucks for these, these watches. It, it's ridiculous. Uh, movement figured out that by selling online, they're able to cut out the middleman and retail markup, providing the best possible price. There's classic designs, quality construction, styled minimalism. It's whatever you can think about wanting in a watch. Mm -hmm. It's there. It's all Get fifteen percent off today with free shipping and free returns by going to mvmt.com/kfms. It's kind of funny morning show. Love it. Uh, go to mvmt.com/kfms. Join the movement. Join that sweet, sweet, nasty movement. Get after it. The winners today. The game is Infinite Mini Golf on PS4. It's going with the golf theme of mm -hmm. the day. Love it. The winner comes from the Twitch chat, so it's one of you. It is Bruce Wayne Brady. Fuck yes. What a great name. Thank you for bow, that. Bow, 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 bow. That's awesome. And our second giveaway, mm -hmm. winning Elite Dangerous on the PlayStation 4, coming from the Patreon.com slash Games Patreon. Cassidy Coyote. Yay. Bow, 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 bow. There we go. Good. There we go. Now, Nick, it is time for the patented three and three. Let's go in there. Let's get in there. Griff D-Pad says, I love how much Tim bounces around when yep. he reads you're ads. Really, you're very animated. It's, it's what fun. I do. It's, you love reading ads. I it's just love fun. it, man. They call me Tim making deals Gettys. You know what I mean? A big deal Gettys. I don't know. We need to work on it. Yeah, you got to work on that. Yeah. Uh, Super Jolly Max says, if I Gettys up, deals. Getting deals. Get, getting them know. sweet Gettys deals. Yeah. If I sign up as an Uber driver and drive myself from home to work, I profit forever. Super Jolly Mac, I'm not sure that's how that works. But you do you, sir. And or ma'am. Uh, Medin89 says, Tim, you added me on LinkedIn with Lauren Wilson as a common connection. That's weird, but now I gotta do career shit to have my LinkedIn game. Haha, <laughs> thanks for the ad. The thing with LinkedIn, I've never used LinkedIn. Yeah. So I looked at it and I'm like, oh shit. Yeah, it's the price that you were at IGN. It, no, it didn't even say IGN. My LinkedIn was just simply complex production. Yeah, it's hilarious. <laughs> and uh, and hilarious. then it, it was like, it said something about like intern IGN. I'm like, oh no, I need to change yeah, this. So I up my that. game, I, I pimped out my, my LinkedIn, so it is looking fresh and on point right now. LinkedIn, yeah, there, hold on. But if I'm trying to scheme on some extra hard level, I'm gonna do it, Nick. Yeah, I'm never gonna always. miss an opportunity to scheme. Uh, on LinkedIn, you. there's the, your little connection You're thing. You're not a chef at Kalamazoo. No, I'm not. Uh, there's a connection thing where it's like, oh, here's how many connections you have. Once it hits 500, it just says 500 plus. I need to hit that. Yeah, you do. I want to look you impressive do. to people. Um, so yeah. feel free to add me on LinkedIn. There you go. Add, add, add him on LinkedIn. Add Tim Gettys on LinkedIn. Uh, connect change. to me. I will connect to you. we got to change our, our kind of funny LinkedIn. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's the old logo. I haven't done that in a while. Uh, well, it's got a, a little smiley looks cool. Like, look at, look at my LinkedIn. Where is, which one is yours? This one. Is the it? one that says Tim Gettys professional there profile. Why does it say Chef Kalamazoo College? That's not me. <laughs> no, that's what, what the I was fuck saying. is not. That's what I was trying to figure out. I was like, wait, this is not you. I don't even know. Current Kalamazoo College, but it says kind of funny co-founder. I think they just got y'all fucked up on LinkedIn. Let's try it again. This is not good. That's not good at all. This is the opposite of what I wanted. Yeah, this is the opposite. There's another Tim Gettys, and it's going. What to are you? I think you might need to be logged in. I don't know. Maybe. You can look at it after. Not the Lysander at work says, Tim using scheme is kind of like Greg calling the fans scumbags. Probably could come up with a better word is all I'm saying. I've told him that multiple times. But what's the word? Strategizing. 
Scheming denotes you're doing something inherently bad and, and wrong. When you say someone's scheming, like Littlefinger schemes, right? Yeah, but I kind of looked Snow's up to him. Snow's Yeah, but he got his throat cut. Spoilers. <laughs> what, what's Jon Snow doing? He strategizes. Okay, it he sounded like you said something nasty. Sexagizes Sna- as well. Snatch. I'm just letting you know, it does have a negative connotation. Nick, what are your thoughts on it, if it fits in your macros dieting? Uh, I don't know what that means. However, there is an interesting article that came out in Time, where Time, I think it was Time Magazine today, um, I got it from my news, so I don't know who the fuck it was. But they were talking about, they were like, hey, turns out low fat might not be the best way to diet. And they were talking about how carbs might be bad for you. And I'm like, who the fuck writes this shit? Like the whole article reads like they don't want to piss off the fucking uh, sugar industry because they don't mention sugar once in there. But I'm like, such a fucking hat measure. I'm like, Mm. get in it. Fucking don't stick your toe in. Just jump in, Time Magazine. Uh, 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 uh. Um, people pissed off of fucking Moobot. <laughs> be nice to Moobot. Yeah, be nice to the nice robots. To the they're going to kill us man. one day. They're gonna, yeah, they're going to be our overlords one day. Do we have any more tips, by the way? Oh, let me take a look. Look Hold at that. Um, we do have a couple more tips. Uh, Graham of Legend says, LOL, one of my favorite Rick Ross lines is from that song. Stay scheming. Dude, that's, see, that's the thing. Stay scheming sounds so cool. It does sound cool, but at the same time, it does say, you're right, it's though. You're right. Because it makes people think you're going to rob them. But strategizing sounds like I'm a lame businessman, which I know is what I am. <laughs> you are, you're not a lame businessman. You're right. I'm not you're a businessman. as cool as you used to be. I'm a business man. Man. There it is. Jay-Z, Diamonds is. Remix, bro. That's for you, Peanut. Uh, but Graham, I need to hit you up about something. I need your help again, because I'm a needy, needy uh, boy. Turncoat has given us a very nice tip and said, I live in Dallas and have friends and family in Houston. My family is all good, but many are not so fortunate. Stay strong, H-Town. Uh, the Unwilling Golfer has given us a tip and says, was playing everybody's golf during the morning show and got my condor. Well, I guess I'm platinuming this game now. You got to do it. And Xanthurix has given us a tip with no comment. Just a nice tip. Thank you very much for that, guys. Of course... Like we said before, we'll be donating all the tips from we generate today to the Disaster Relief Fund for Hurricane Harvey and the people in Houston who are affected, in Texas who are affected by that. So uh, open up those wallets if you feel so inclined, and you'll be helping some of the best friends out there. Just like uh, Zyger did, gave us a tip, $5.69. Hell yeah, you did, Zygs. Let's go. Get willing to the orgy. Hey, guys, going through a lot of stuff right now, but watching you guys the past few days has been helping a lot. Thank you for that. It means a lot. This is te- this is for Texas. Hashtag Free Willie 2017. Zyger, we're thinking about you too, sir. If you want, we can meet up. We'll take our shirts off. We'll rub tummies together. Um, Panzer G2. Oh, no, Nick. Says, Nick, what is Layer Media? Ew. Layer Media is my friend Brendan Ayub's company. Uh, he does uh, a lot of cool corporate videos, a lot of commercials, a lot of uh, trailers for the game industry. Uh, we worked together at IGN, and I freelanced for him before. So the, that's probably where the you're Let's from. Play of Layers of Fear that you can watch on youtubecom was kind of funny Games was produced and shot and directed by yep. Layer Media. You should yeah, check it out. They're very talented. It was great. Good group of guys down there. Huge dicks. Huge dicks. You know what I mean? Just. Space Time Dave says, I wonder if Kind of Funny is using the tips as donations counts as tax deductible for them. (laughs) You're way above our pay grade, Yeah, that's one of the things people ask, (laughs) like, hey, is everybody going to have to pay tax on this? We're like, whatever. We'll figure it out. We're just going to give money to people that need it. If we have to get taxed on it, it's going to be fine. Can you go back to the tips for a second? Yeah. Can you refresh it? Yeah, this is the newest one. Yeah. Scroll down a little bit. What are we looking for? Hmm. What you Someone in the chat said that, oh yeah, Mitchie D. 
Mitchy D tip. That's Mitch Dyer. Oh shit. Yeah. So shout yeah. out to Mitch Dyer, writer of Star Wars Battlefront Two. I read that tip. You did? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. I just missed it. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Mitchy D so. says thank you. And thank you, Mitch. Get a little fucking, and then uh, Joffins just did us and says, Moobot kept killing my chat, so fuck Moobot. Shout out to Houston, and also Tim will connect with you. And he gave us a bunch of really cool things that I don't know you can do. I don't know you can do these things. Wait. But it's cool. Little faces, little faces. Either that or oh. really smash down dicks. There you go. There you go, Joffins. All um, right. Um, let's go into, do we go into subscriber mode yet? No, we didn't. Let's do that. Let's do that real quick. Lakers had 2432 says, My boss heard Nick say huge dicks. Am I fired? Nope. If you get fired for hearing huge dicks, tying my huge dicks, being around huge dicks, anything about dicks. Well, first off, you're if you're watching place. this show and you're not using headphones and you're at work right now, you're dumb dumb. Yeah, you fucked up. Um, but also, maybe your boss just needs a little bit of the kind of funny morning show in his or her life. So maybe you're doing his or him or her uh, a fucking solid by letting he or she listen to us. Um, a lot of people in the chat, Titan Matrix in particular, asking about Death Note. Like, wh- why are we not talking about Death Note? We have you seen it yet? it yet? No, I haven't watched it yet. Did you watch it last night? I did not. It was Bachelor Monday, and unfortunately tonight's Bachelor Tuesday, but I'm going to make it work, Nick. Okay. Here's the thing. Can you watch it tonight? I can, but I'm not on the show with you tomorrow. You, but we'll do a review anyways. We'll bring you in. It'll okay. be me, you, and Greg. I won't be here tomorrow morning. Fuck you. But I will be Thursday, if you want to do Thursday, if you want to come uh, on Thursday. <sighs> Hold on. I got shit I gotta do, son. Ah. But I can come in later in the day and do it if you guys want yeah, to. Well, no, I want to do it on the morning show, though. Mm-hmm. If you can't do tomorrow, uh, Thursday gets complicated. We can do Friday. We have the required viewing for Friday, so we can make that just the uh, talking about the tick and Death Note. Okay. I can trade out Greg if you're gonna be around on Friday. Friday, I want it to be me, you, and Greg talking about okay, Death Note. Let's do that. Okay. We'll have to make Greg watch it. He'll have to stop playing everybody's fucking golf. He already watched it, but he was blasted. So I think he needs to rewatch. No, I'm actually. Here's the thing. I'm I'm interested to watch that, and I'm really interested to hear people's thoughts on that and on the tick. Because I know there's a lot of diehard tick fans out there, and mm-hmm. I want to see if I'm crazy right now. Okay. Because okay. you know I'm the keeper of three things. Too. You are the keeper of three things. Whether or not The Departed is a good movie, whether yeah. or not Blade Runner is going to be a good mm-hmm. movie, whether or not Death Note is good, a good adaptation, and whether or not people should watch the tick. Okay. The new tick. Okay. Three okay. things. Those are the three things that I am the keeper of. Yeah. Okay. Those are the three pillars of Scarpino. Right? Mm-hmm. Did you ever play the game of uh, Halo? I have played Halo. Remember the pillar in Halo? The pillar of Autumn? The pillar of Autumn, yeah. Right? yeah Remember yeah, that? Yeah. That was a ship? This is the pillar of Nick. Got it. Okay. Okay. Now, these, these three pillars also translate to Nick's guide on which movies he likes, right? Whoa. You see that? Bad movie, bad, bad. Bad, good. Good, good. Those are the three pillars of Nick. Wait, okay? sorry, what? I'm not describing this to you before. No. These are the three categories of movies that, that I put movies in. Okay. Just straight up bad, bad. Uh-huh. This is just a bad movie. Okay. Uh, this movie gets the distinction of movies like uh, The Tailor of Panama or the original Avengers with Ray Fine and Uma Thurman that was so bad that I walked out of both of those movies. Okay. Right? These are movies that are so bad that I walk out. Or when you start streaming them, no, we're good. This middle category is where Nikki likes to put likes to swim. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is the hey, you know what? I kind of like that movie yeah, okay. category, right? Movies that are made just for sheer enjoyment factor, right? They're mm-hmm. not trying to win any Academy Awards. They're not trying to be fucking Hunt for October or Last Mohicans or whatever this shit, right? Mm-hmm. They're just movies that are made. Nicky gets some popcorn and a big Diet Coke, and he goes in there, eyes wide open, and he wants to be entertained. He looks for positivity. Gotcha, things, right? gotcha. Then this movie up here is like where you got the room, right? Or yeah, room, you excuse got, me, you not got, the room. You got room with Brie Larson. Yeah. Uh, you got all these Academy Awards. Have Award you seen movies. it yet? Not yet. You need to watch it. Right, so I'll watch that. These are the three pillars of, of Autumn. Right okay. Here. Pillars of Scarpino. Pillars of Scarpino. I'm into it. I, I kind of like there the little is. scale there. There it is. Like the scale there. Well, well ladies and gentlemen, sure that's just this. 
<laughs> It'd be bad, 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 good, good, good. <laughs> and that's my scale of movie. And that day. is it. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Kind of Funny Morning Show. Thank you so much for all of the tips that you left. Is there any more? Uh, let me look real quick. Uh, yes, there's one more, two more, uh, three more, excuse me. Uh, Kumail has says, as a community, we can make a difference. Thoughts and prayers for those affected. Gave us a, very, a tip. Uh, New Flash has given us a tip as well. Says, thanks guys for taking the donations and helping the people affected by Harvey. Question, Tim, do you ever have, have you ever watched uh, the Psycho Pass anime? I have not watched Psycho Pass. I've heard good things. Neither have I. I also have to watch Psycho Mob. Is that the guy that did One Punch? Mob Psycho? Not the slightest clue. Ish Kebab says for Houston, BTW, and gave us a nice tip. Said, did we uh, talk about Willie's Orgy yet? Yes, but you know what? One can never talk too much about Willie's Orgy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There yeah. it is. Free, free Willie. Uh, I kind of want to be free, though, Willie. Yeah, it should be free like, Willie. It, yeah, it just makes or it Or maybe it's hashtag free Willie's Willie. Free Willie Willie. Free Willie 3. Willie on ice. Right. Uh, Greedy Ears says on mute that looked like Nick was giving Tim a very graphic lesson. That's true. That's true. Maybe don't mute me anymore, bro. Where the fuck are uh, you at? I just messed things up. Uh, anyways, cool. Thank you guys for your tips. Keep them coming all day. Every tip will be going towards the, I keep on saying Hurricane Katrina, Hurricane Harvey relief uh, via the Red Cross. So thank you for that. We've gotten some very generous donations so far. Um, stay tuned. Kind of Funny Games Daily coming at you. And then everybody golf stream from 1 to 5. I'll be right back with subscribers. <laughs>